Hey y'all, how's it going? Welcome, welcome to season three of Coffee Chit Chat. Before we get started, let's just say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day. And guess what? This episode is going to have some good news for you mothers and fathers because we're talking scholarship fun. But before we get started, let's shout out our coffee of the week. And it is my son's Emmanuel favorite drink, a caramel frappe with three extra pumps of vanilla. So make sure you go grab one and let us know what you think. In today's episode, we have a special guest. She is Miss Rosalind Anthony, and she's the executive director of the Dean's Pencil Fund. Rosalind is a wife, mother, and grandmother. She worked for the Comptroller of the Currency as a National Bank Examiner for 37 years before retiring as an Assistant Deputy Comptroller in November of 2020. Since then, Rosalind has worked as a bank consultant and is presently employed as Director of Regulatory Remediation at a large bank. Kudos to Roz. So welcome, welcome. We're happy to have you on Coffee Chit Chat. We understand that school is coming to an end. And I know that you are here to tell us um, or tell the listeners about your scholarship fund for a student who's attending an HBCU. So first of all, I just want to know, tell us a little bit about your foundation. Okay, thank you, Paula. First of all, I do appreciate you giving us the opportunity to come and talk about our endowment fund. The name of our endowment fund is the Elton and Ruby Dean's Pencil Fund, and we call it the Dean's Pencil Fund for short. And the reason that we set this up as an endowment fund is that we want to build something bigger than ourselves. We could raise money every year and and award all that money out in, in the form of scholarships. But when we stop raising money, the scholarships will stop. So we decided to set it up as an endowment fund, and that way we'll continue to raise money to build on the principal. And we take just the earnings from that principal and and award scholarship with that. So our goal is 100 years from now, this endowment fund will still be around and still rewarding scholarships to deserving students. So that's really why we set it up. We wanted it to be long lasting, last longer than us, and we wanted it to impact students for generations to come. Boy, that sounds so fun, so exciting, and it's so interesting. I mean, I'm so happy that you are a financial guru, so you knew to set it up the way to set up the fund so that it could continue even when you guys are long gone. So that is awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Sounds good. So what does this mean to your family to be able to give a scholarship to a deserving student? This means so much to my family. We all went to school back in the late 70s and 80s when financial aid was a lot more abundant back then. Uh, There were seven siblings in our family, and all seven of us graduated from college. And none of us graduated from college with a lot of student loan debt. Our parents were blue collar workers and there were usually two or three of us in college at the same time. So we qualified for financial aid. Today, very few students really qualified for that full financial aid package. Maybe some of the smarter kids get those full academic scholarships and some of the the lower income kids might get a little bit more financial aid. But there's this huge, huge gap where the students don't qualify for anything. 
So it really meant a lot to our family to number one, to honor our parents. Our parents sacrificed for years so that we could all attend college. Uh, my dad was born in 1934 and he didn't graduate from high school till 1954. 20 years old, already married, already had a child, working a full-time job, you know, at night and going to school during the day. He did what he had to do to get that education. The community my mom lived in stopped at eighth grade. So she went back later and got her GED, but she didn't have the opportunity to go to high school because there was not one in their community. So when we see the, the things that our parents went through, and the things that they did so that we could have the opportunity to go to college, we can't help but try to give that back. We can't help but try to pay that forward to the next generation of students that are going to college. So that's why we're doing this, to honor our parents and also to pay it forward and to help the next generation of deserving students to go to college as well without a lot of student loan debt. Amen. Without that student loan debt. And for you right. guys, you can't afford it because maybe your parents didn't get to go to college, but look at them now. They have seven siblings. So they are, they have their bachelor's or master's, whatever you guys have. Exactly. They're having it as well because even though they knew that they couldn't attend college, but they understood that education was important. That's what I'm saying. Oh, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. So all seven siblings went to college, master's, bachelor's. 11, what was it, 11 grandchildren? I actually wrote it down because I have to sit and count how many grandkids my parents had. The, all 11 grandchildren went to college. So we have a 100% graduation rate at the sibling level and the next generation. The grandchildren, we have a 100% graduation rate there. And we have, uh, my parents had six great-grandchildren and one of them is an adult and that adult is also a college graduate. So we have 100% graduation rate in our family because of what our parents did for us. We're standing on their shoulders. So we want to honor them and we want to help another family to do the same for their kids. That is so awesome. That solid foundation and then helping others because you guys see that education is the key and what it has done in your family. That is just, exactly. wow. Exactly. For you guys to want to help others, that is just so awesome. Very, very great. And I love the name uh, Dean's Pencil Fund. Can you tell our listeners a little bit how your family came up with this name? <laughs> sure, sure. We're really proud of that name as well. I talked a little bit earlier about how all of our, all of us went to college. Well, my dad always said, that our, his main goal was for every one of his children to go to college so that they wouldn't have to push anything heavier than a pencil. All right. My dad pushed <laughs> a lot of things a whole lot heavier than a pencil. You know, my dad, you know, worked on a farm. Um, there was one time when my dad was a janitor. My mother managed the cafeteria. So you can imagine they were pushing mops and brooms in that cafeteria. Mm -hmm. So they pushed things a lot heavier than pencils. And in my little community where, where we grew up, the people that had the jobs in the offices where they were just pushing pencils were the white people. They were not the minorities. Mm -hmm. And that's what my father wanted for us. 
Now, in today's time, we will be talking about a keyboard or a laptop. But in his time, it was pushing that pencil. All right. So that we wouldn't have to push anything heavier than a pencil. And his dream was fulfilled. So we named this fund the Pencil Fund because of his dream for his children that manifested through his grandchildren and on through his great-grandchildren. And never have to push anything heavier than a pencil. That's never heavier than a pencil. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that. So what college can the students attend to receive um, a scholarship from your endowment fund? Okay. So this is the first year that we're awarding a scholarship. We just started this fund in uh, 21, right in the middle of the pandemic, but we did it anyway. We started it in 21 and we raised money throughout the year. And so we're focusing now on one college, and that's Jackson State University. Okay. I talked about the seven siblings. Six of us are Jackson State University graduates. And so that's what we're starting at, at Jackson State University. Uh, as this fund grows, we want to expand to other HBCUs. But for now, we're starting there because that's where most of our family members got their foundation. And again, a way to give back to historically black colleges that have given so much to our family. Woo, woo, HBCU. I graduated from Southern University Baton Rouge and my daughter, All right. yeah, she's, she graduated from Clark Atlanta. So we love our HBCUs. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Jackson State used to beat up on Southern all the time in the swag. Oh, not the swag. <laughs> no, let's not talk, no, let's not talk about that. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I just love it. Love it, love it. So eventually you hope that this fund will be able to help other students attending other HBCUs. Other HBCUs, exactly. That sounds great. Okay, so how, uh, okay, listeners out there, if you have a student or if you are a student listening and if you're attending Jackson State University, Roz, can you tell them how they can apply and what's the deadline? Sure. So we have a website and we have our application embedded in the website. And the deadline is May 31st. And our, our website is called the deanspencilfund.org. And I know you'll put this in your comments, but it's spelled D-E-A-N-E-S, pencil, P-E-N-C-I-L, okay. fund, dot O-R-G. So if you go to that website, and I'll send you this, Paula, as well. So if you go to that website, you'll learn about our family, you'll learn about our fund, and there is a link to apply for the scholarship. Now, if any students are uncomfortable clicking on links, because we know there's a lot of phishing and hacking, but we can guarantee you we are not doing that. We are not collecting any more personal information than we need to process this scholarship. We're not even collecting social security numbers. So so if you go to that fund, you can apply directly from the website. If anybody is not comfortable, there is a a word-based application that's also on the website that they can uh, print. Or if they will email me, at Rosalind, R-O-S-A-L-Y-N, at deanspencilfund.org, I will mail them a scholarship application. (laughs) So we want to remove any barriers to apply for this scholarship. 
The easiest way is to complete it directly online and they can attach just a, a couple of additional uh, items that we're requiring. But if they're not comfortable with that, send me an email and I will mail them an application that they can mail back. And again, the deadline for applying is, is May 31st. Okay. So midnight central time, May 31st. Okay, so they got a little bit over a month to get your documents together to get out there and see what you need to apply for this uh, scholarship because, guys, every little bit helps. <laughs> it helps your parents when you can get extra funds. I know a lot of times students don't like writing the little essays or whatever, but it's only going to help you when you get to college. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, um, make sure you guys get out there. And also, I will put it in my um, Facebook group on Facebook, the Coffee Chit Chat podcast Facebook group the information as to how they can apply. And I put the website and all of that good information as well. Okay. We appreciate you helping us get the word out. Thank you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because I love to make sure that these children can, you know, go to that next level education. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Oh, yes. So our quote of the day, guys, is by Nelson Mandela. It is education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Exactly. And, uh, thank you so much, Roz, for chatting with us today. We thank you and your family for providing opportunities for deserving students to get extra funds to get that um, next level higher education. And I hope to chat with you again real soon. But thank, uh, you. thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much. You are so welcome. You guys tune in next week for another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat.